No, not fully around. They can just like move to like try and listen to you better. Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> and no, Derek this week. Surprise, surprise. Oh. He fell into a hell mouth and couldn't get out. He might be turned into dust. Who knows? Yeah. Um, he is kind of a, he does have sometimes the schedule of a, of a spike. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not a huge fan of the sunlight. Anyway, um, this is new release, a movie podcast, you would think, with a time traveling twist. Although lately we are mostly reviewing TV shows, perhaps that signals something to come. Episode 164. Ashley? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Every now, every time you got in my head, now I think like we've been on 164 for weeks now, it feels like. But. I guess not every week can be a milestone number. Uh, so yeah, when are we? When are we this week, Ashley? We are in uh, towards the end of May, twenty third of two thousand and three, um, and something's going on. There's some type of end of an era, but I don't know what it's about. So if you could fill me in, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this song here um, that plays in a crucial episode of Buffy. Um, a tragic episode of Buffy where Tara is shot. Giles is returning to England. Buffy kisses Spike for the first time. This pretty much sums it up. Oh, gosh. Closing my eyes and you chase my thoughts away To a place where I am blinded by the light But it's not right Okay. Wow, pressing or what? Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we're being a tad dramatic. Um basically I want to relaunch um new new release. <laughs> so um instead of spending, you know, um an entire year in uh one movie calendar, basically going week to week, uh I feel like that's run its course a bit. Um, so I kind of want to go back to what was the original format of new release, (laughs) reviewing new releases where, um, (laughs) mostly TV, like the, the basic premise would be watch the first episode of a new show and decide whether to keep going or not. So pretty Mm -hmm. simple. Um, or I'm sure we're going to mix up, mix in new movies, mix in new, um, old new releases like we've been doing um so if somebody really wants to watch the first episode of a show they haven't seen that's that's famous like i've never seen firefly which is crazy um being oh you haven't no no that's weird such a buffy fan and seen all of buffy and all of angel multiple times through haven't seen firefly so that's just a random example but i don't know what do you think ashley 
I like that. Um, well, especially because I just watched a movie that I want us to review. So, and that's new, a new, cool. new release. Yeah, is that vampires <laughs> or zombies? No, but it's zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I do want to watch the vampire one as well. So you know, cool. Yeah, I I, I just want to. Um, the time travel has been exhausting. We are, yeah, you know, tired. getting older. It's aging us probably like ten times um, <laughs> the normal speed of of age and development. So, mm-hmm. and there's just so much um, TV. Obviously, the challenge will be like picking what we want to yeah. watch every week. If one person is going to pick, um, at least it's a smaller commitment. Typically, I have our first. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fully launch next week. Um, if that works for you, <laughs> since this is all new, yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> but we won't have our we'll have our first um new uh, TV show to watch the week that you're going to be visiting Portland, so we can actually watch it together. Ooh. Oh, that's yep. nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a it's Sounds a highly anticipated, highly controversial new HBO show from the creator. Is it of Fatal Euphoria. Attraction? No. Um, it's called the idol. I don't know why I'm giving it all away, but uh, <laughs> I'm really, really bad. At, I've never heard uh, of it. So <laughs> really bad at teasing. Um, the weekend stars with Lily Rose Depp as, um, oh, like an up and coming pop star that is being groomed, abused. And, um, it has been kind of like mired in controversy pre-launch, but Great. also <laughs> getting a lot of hype in terms of, um, I mean, it's the creator of Euphoria, so that probably tells you what to expect right there. So super uplifting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And maybe he only produced it and brought in someone else and then fired them and retook the reins because he's a control freak. Oh, wow. Levinson. So (laughs) we'll get into all of that um, excitement um, the week after next. So next week, I'll have a little more definitive um, idea of what we're going to be doing on new new release okay. eventually we'll drop the new the second new but for for now that's how we'll <laughs> co- refer to it um so we'll do that we'll do a quick um you know introducing new new release episode next week perfect <laughs> for now um what are we going to do ashley what are we doing this episode we're watching what well, we watched the finale of a, an amazing show, one of my favorites as a kid, and you're one of your favorites, if not your favorite, I think. Um, and we just watched the finale of it. <laughs> so, yeah, without further ado. You be in Tuesday. Are you ready to finish this? Be there as the Slayer takes her last stand. I'm finishing this once and for all. Brace yourself. The Earth Shattering Series finale. I'm going to see how it ends. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Tuesday, 8, 7 central on UPN. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. I mean, not to not to spend the whole time talking about, you know, um, <laughs> the production of new release, but it I had been thinking like in my head, maybe September, because we picked 2003 because of this mm-hmm. um, awesome slate. Of movies that are are um, that came out in around my birthday in 2003, Party yep. Monster, 13, Cabin Fever, but I this the summer was going to be a slog, and watching the series finale of Buffy just felt like the perfect thing to go out on for. Um, oh, completely change it. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, so, I just mean like this was this was like this felt like the right time to to yeah leave the format 
Um, so no party monster. Well, who knows? I mean, I'm all, I, the thing that we can talk about this more also next week. The thing I'm going to miss the most is kind of like the routine of watching mm. a movie from like getting the cumulative knowledge of staying in one year and watching stuff from that yeah. one one year. Obviously, we'll be doing that in present day mostly, but um, I do still want to watch like have um, little gimmicks that'll help me watch things from one era or one topic or whatever so we'll we'll figure that out okay cool okay Send it to me buffy talk <laughs> now this was uh, we watched dawson's the dawson's creek series finale last week which you had <laughs> never seen an episode of before and yep. now we're watching um the finale of a show that you have a much seen all of stronger history <laughs> with yeah you've seen all yeah. of you were I don't know, like from my imp- imp- impression, like this was probably the first like serialized, like story driven TV show that you were really into. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I would come home from school every day, like uh, dropped off by the bus at like, like three. And I think Buffy started at, like three twenty five, three thirty every day. And so then I would watch it every day. Yeah, was that the chips. syndication? Sorry. Oh, well, was that like um, them showing old episodes? I think so. I don't think I watched it when it came on or something. I'm yeah. not sure, but I know I watched it like every day after school. That's like my my prime time. So, yeah. So 1997. What grade are you in? I'm 10. Okay. So middle school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when it was airing on the WB network, and I kept saying the CW past weeks, but um, I totally forgot about like the big period. Most of the shows that I loved. We're airing on the Frog Network um, with the dancing, oh, yeah, the dancing, the dancing frog, frog top hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was on. This was the the like aside from like half hour comedies, and they 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 were experimenting with kind of like trying to bring in different, uh, more diverse audiences with um, mm-hmm. with with their programming. This was like the big hit that launched the WB or that, you know, expanded its reach and then launched a bunch of copycat sort of like teen yeah. drama shows because this one was popular, but it was also expensive because of, you know, even though some of the effects look cheap at times, it's not cheap mm-hmm. by TV standards. Um, <laughs> so trying to have like monster makeup and, and high production, you know, or high concepts every week was um yeah. hard to maintain so they wanted a dawson's creek they wanted a one tree hill they wanted those type of mm-hmm. easier to make um shows but i don't know what was it about buffy that got you hooked in the first place it was just different and i like creatures and monsters and i liked how dark it was like it like yeah. if you watch the first couple episodes you're like oh like i'm surprised it almost seems like jarring a little bit that they showed this Back in the day, um, like the praying mantis one, where he like she like decapitates her victims and like yeah. the teacher, and like so that I was like this is like wild. Like I remember being a little bit scared watching it, which I like. Yeah, there's one where the the first couple episodes are dealing the whole first season they're dealing with like the master who that's some of the mm-hmm. best vampire makeup that they yeah. do in it's the whole incredible. series. I th- I think like just the really exaggerated wrinkles and um kind of mm-hmm. distinct nose like skeletor nose um yeah or like a voldemort-esque but, yeah yeah so those type of vampires um 
versus the ones that just like scrunch up their face like kittens. Um, yeah <laughs> are were were scarier and there's one scene where buffy's like running from a vampire gets like thrown into a coffin and the the vampire like you it it seems like legit um there's a le- legitimate chance that she's gonna like die mm-hmm. early on in the in the series uh all the time and yep <laughs> the, yeah the newer it was the more you know you kind of believed that the the risk was was real eventually after there's been three or four different um apocalypses and he start they start to have to make a joke out of the fact that it's just another run of the mill apocalypse versus like a real one versus you know right a medium one <laughs> but yeah i mean i think you know this but so i had a similar so you were probably watching um what age do you think you were when you were watching these reruns I think I was still 10. I think I was in middle school. Like, I think what happened was it would show like later at night, like eight or nine, and I wouldn't watch it then, but I'd watch it when I got home from school. Okay. Yeah. So maybe the, maybe the WB network was, this is before it was on like FX or something. The WB network was Mm -hmm. probably just rerunning it because they would show um, eight or 9 PM, like their primetime episodes for, for all their shows. And then that, that's interesting. So you doubt you could, you could, watch it after school but probably still only like once a week yep yep not like every day yeah and i think they did i mean for some reason i remember it being more often than that but maybe maybe i was watching it later and it was all reruns but i feel like my for some reason it felt like it was in order so i don't know i mean i'm not sure well i mean what's so there's a couple a couple different trajectories here i mean one thing i remember really distinctly is you watching it you watching it with your friends this must have been early on i would have been like um a senior like later high school um well wait oh, okay. what did you say you were 10 i would have been well, like middle came, school i was 10 when it came out so you would have been maybe a freshman or middle school yeah yeah so i mean at like the jerkiest time period <laughs> as a young boy um it's fair to say yeah it's fair yeah. to say and i just like <laughs> one because you liked it, I thought it was really stupid, and because oh, I don't remember it was, this. <laughs> oh yeah, I just thought it was like I mean I probably maybe mostly internalized it, but yeah. I, my association with the show was that it was like a cheesy soap opera for girls. I mean, and it and you oh, okay. know <laughs> dumb like um fake macho um fifteen uh, year old me also like zero appeal to like what was so groundbreaking about the show and so subversive about the show that they were taking (laughs) like this chosen one narrative that could only apply to male heroes and applying it to Mm -hmm. the most unlikely of um valley girl cheerleader stereotypes blonde and um you know kind of witty so like all of that was lost on me all of that was like (laughs) I doubled down because of the fact that you were into it and just like anything you and your friends did. I just thought at the time was like, you know, lame. Yeah. Lame. Exactly. <laughs> um, but boy, it was Glad you came around. <laughs> boy, was I wrong? Yeah. Lois hissing at something, maybe a vampire at the window. Yeah, probably uh, Derek's around. He's back. They need permission to enter. So <laughs> my journey was that started there. 
<laughs> thinking okay, it was cool. really dumb. And then at, you are right about the fact that at some point, while it was still actively airing, they were showing mm-hmm. full two. They were showing two episodes a day on FX um, and in a rerun uh, okay. form. But I don't know, like. You might have been watching it before. You were definitely watching it before this, because once I started mm-hmm. watching it, it was when I could like on a v on a VHS record two episodes a day on oh. FX, set the timer, and then watch. And it's it is in chronological order, but you get like the perfect amount of new. Like you're not full binging where you're trying to like knock out eight hours of TV watching in a in a night. Like you're watching two episodes. Five days a mm-hmm. week, not on the weekends, and then you know, so you're you're watching like ten a week. So yeah, super that binging. Was, <laughs> that was how I got caught up to like season four or five. Actually, I'm ninety nine percent certain that's how I watched the first five seasons, and then wow, okay. There's a pivotal pivotal you know moment in the Buffy timeline where um, they were going to cancel the show. And and uh, that's you know the season five finale. Do you remember the gift vividly? Oh, this, I remember the title of it, but no, I do not. This they is where Buffy dies. Oh, but soon she comes back. But yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And that's yep. when Faith comes into play. That's right. Okay, got it. Yeah. So at the end of season five, <clears throat> Buffy dies. She sacrifices herself to save her annoying sister who everyone <laughs> hated at the time poor poor Don, but who you kind of look like right yeah a little bit michelle trachtenberg <laughs> that's not what was annoying yep. about her her looks <laughs> it was her whiny um like little sister energy so no other parallels there either um you thought she was lame as well i get it <laughs> yeah uh but like then Buffy switches networks from the WB to UPN for its final two seasons. Mm-hmm. And Buffy comes back. The whole season six arc is about how she wasn't actually um, being tortured in hell. She was in heaven, which gets revealed mm. in the musical, the, the famous musical episode. It's just like, <laughs> long the story short. musical. <laughs> yeah once more i mean incredible episode i've watched that one like a hundred times uh used to fall asleep <laughs> to it but long story short episode uh season six is really dark there's a a disturbing plot line with with spike kind of you know assaulting her there's you know her grappling with the depression of coming back from the dead when she was actually in a good place <laughs> um there's yeah. willow going from you know, amateur music, uh, musician, amateur magician <laughs> to full blown Wicca, dark Wiccan dark witch. Yeah. Yeah. A monster. <laughs> um, and after that, Michelle Branch song plays, she spirals further and ends up like um, skinning people alive. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, dark season. I mean, what do you remember about like, your journey because of the ups and downs of how you watched it like when were you most into the show the very beginning like the first couple okay. seasons and then I, yeah. and then it got like really dark which was fine but it just seemed different like it wasn't as like entertaining to me and it just seemed a little it just wasn't exactly what i signed up for 
yeah. I had to finish it. So <laughs> yeah, I mean they they have some of the same college years problem that Dawson's mm-hmm. had, but because first three seasons she's in high school, season three appropriately ends with like the high school blowing up. Not the not not the last yeah. time. Um, but <laughs> just keep rebuilding. Then, yeah, exactly. And then she goes off to college. Actually, I watched the first episode of um, season four yesterday. And just because <laughs> another aside, now I'm fully back to watching it the way I watched it when I first got hooked because on Comet TV, which is just a random free streaming service, they play two episodes mm-hmm. a night with commercials. So, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. So I just kind of dip in and watch um I've watched most of the whole series, you know, at back through with a few, you know, breaks here and there, just in the same mm-hmm. two episode a night <laughs> format as before. <laughs> um, Are the commercials but, from today or from the past? Oh no, they're from today. Yeah, they're. Oh bummer. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but except like it's it's paired with X Files, so they do buff two episodes of X Files. No, they do two episodes of Stargate, then two episodes of Buffy, then two episodes of X-Files. So like that's their full okay. night of programming. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um so you kind of you kind of lost steam around when she was going off to college and then the yeah. season <clears throat> where it all builds up with glory, like to her having to jump off that like um scaffolding to her death mm-hmm. um piano music i kind of forgot about them going to college to be honest so. yeah yeah that's when riley comes in the oh riley that's right yeah i didn't really care for that storyline either so yeah the, you do get the hush episode <laughs> in season six or season four which oh, is yeah which is a great one um that's mm-hmm. definitely some of the best monster design of the whole series yeah it's scary um but I guess I what I was getting at is I finally started watching it as it was airing on UPN starting with mm-hmm. season 6. So I was actually wow, watching okay. it in prime time, you know, when it was when it was coming out for the last two seasons. I might have had like a lull here and there where I missed some, but like I watched mm-hmm. the finale originally in the in linear fashion as it was airing. Uh, were you watching it yeah. at all at that point? Mm, I honestly don't remember. Okay. I know that I've seen all of the episodes, but I don't know like the timeline to which I, I feel like I watched the first couple of seasons, like as they were coming out. Um, but then I don't really know what happened to the rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the and- finale that we just watched, I didn't really remember it. So, Yeah. And um, we are going to actually talk about the finale, I promise. Uh, <laughs> we haven't even mentioned like the DVD. So I had all the DVDs at one point. So that was another way mm-hmm. to kind of watch it on demand. That's right. Um, and I like, I do remember the hype of when they relaunched it on UPN. Mm-hmm. That was exciting, even though the season, you know, wasn't the best. And then season seven, I remember kind of feeling like it was pretty good like oh just pretty like they were obviously spending the whole season kind of building up to the end you knew from from the beginning so like characters would um have would now be like taking on like more adult jobs and roles (laughs) and it just felt like you know definitely felt like the beginning of the end but 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, where do we where do we pick up in the in the finale? Um, so basically, Hellmouth is open to its full capacity. Um, <clears throat> there's a new like master type character involved, and he basically takes over anyone's body that dies. He like goes into their body and then can fight with their body, and then he goes to someone else's body. <laughs> Very powerful. Um, and Buffy and her friends are training a team of slayers, essentially to fight like hundreds of thousands of um, vampires. Yeah. So that's where. Yeah. We're the I was reading about this a little bit last night. The uh, the main the big bad another Buffyism that just like so many. TV tropes basically were born out of Buffy's like um, season long arcs of like introducing a a villain. You know, maybe they don't pop up mm-hmm. in every episode, but having these longer uh, story arcs on a show like this was really unusual. I mean, Twin Peaks yeah. did it, but that's just such an outlier. Um, and then, you know, HBO shows. We're doing it, but mm-hmm. uh, for a show like this, that's not what you you expect a teen drama to have, um, like a whole season building up to a climactic moment with the same villain. So the first, I think it was called, was um, this is where I learned the term non corporeal when when the show was originally oh. airing, which meant mm-hmm. it could take the form of anyone that was dead. So mm, okay. it could take the form of <laughs> um, Nathan Fillion's character um caleb who i think like they killed off at maybe towards earlier in season seven it could take the form of buffy conveniently yeah, that was wild multiple <laughs> buffies um yep i think it could take the form of vampires which was an interesting loophole so it it kind of created this like fake they could fake do fake outs where mm-hmm. someone thinks they're seeing someone they know but it's actually um the villain in Him. in yeah. different form so that was that was an interesting uh, gimmick or um, you know concept for for a villain, but very early on in the finale we see Buffy take out um, take out the that version of the big bad um, by slicing Nathan Fillion in half. In with half. The <laughs> I wanted they didn't show it though. I know. Well, they couldn't. I mean. Yeah, I guess. Boring. Yeah, because they like when they turn like the vampires to dust is just like that's not really they like stab them and they go to dust. There's no blood. No, there's no blood. There no. was like aspects of the show that were the, I think the show might have featured the first you know girl on girl kiss on network TV oh. with Willow and Tara. That was a big thing. Like we talked about last week with Dawson's Creek, which mm-hmm. felt like boundary pushing at the time um, is yeah. nothing compared to what you're going to see in Idol. No. <laughs> or euphoria yeah yeah so uh but on the gore front yeah very very minimal um in terms of what they what they would show but mm-hmm. um did you find like the 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 this episode was more about like closing out our emotional journey with the characters or did you care about the plot of this final like confrontation with the hellmouth at all I didn't really care about the plot, um, yeah. but I liked, but I did like the different characters going through like their final goodbyes kind of thing. And I think the way it ended was pretty nice. Um, mm-hmm. But the actual like plot of all the different slayers, I did not like. I was like, this is ridiculous. 
Okay, I, I definitely want to talk about that. I was thinking more like I, me personally, I didn't find the battle very compelling. I knew they had to have a yeah. big like battle, but there were so many, such a large horde that right. the action was kind of like um pretty inconsequent or you know like uh, hard to follow. Like just that they mm-hmm. were so outnumbered that it, it didn't seem realistic or or yeah, I couldn't wrap my head around the logistics of 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 the fight, but. For why don't you explain what buff because they do this thing throughout the episode where they'll start to have a conversation and or they'll start to reveal their plan and then they'll cut away and then eventually we do get <laughs> yeah. we do get to hear her plan in voiceover. But what's what's the big plan for this episode? So basically they're gonna have um Willow, who's now a pretty good witch. Um she is going to <laughs> take every female in the world and turn them into the chosen one. So they'll all become slayers. Yeah. Which means they all the same powers, Buffy, um, which is incredible. But I was like, okay, this is kind of ridiculous. But so she does that. And then as they're fighting, as they crawl into the hell mouth, um, there's like maybe 30 of them, maybe 50. um, And they all then turn into Buffy. So as they're fighting, they like start getting better and more and more skills and killing more and more vampires. But there's just too many of them. They're clearly right. outnumbered. They're not going to win the battle. And then Spike is holding onto this like amulet of sorts that has like this ultimate power for a champion. Mm-hmm. And it goes off and kills all the vampires in the Hellmouth. Yeah. So boring old Angel's big contribution to this episode oh, is yeah. like Angel, a, a five minute scene where he shows up at the beginning with the amulet. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, hey, thank you. I mean, I guess technically he kind of contributes to the fight against um the first slash caleb um he's there and so he gives her the amulet and she's like you got to get out of here i mean it's it's very contrived like her rationale Mm -hmm. for why he needs to leave is because he's the second wave of defense if they don't you know stop the vampires but yeah but like he it was much it was clearly it was much more of just like a scheduling thing or they didn't want him <laughs> like yeah uh, muddying up the core group since he had already moved on to his own show uh yep so he had to leave fine. The cookie analogy yeah, oh yeah she's cookie dough um she's like a half-baked cookie yeah <laughs> just a fully bake i was like this is ridiculous <laughs> like, well, i hate this conversation I that was the perfect example of like what I do actually really admire about the the writing and in this show like they take a lot of weird swings like that and some of them land mm-hmm. and some of them are super <laughs> cringe and some of yeah. them just seem strained and and really forced. This one was all all of those things. Like honestly, I thought <laughs> it came full circle to where it was funny. But yeah, well, then, well, then when Angel's like, well, do I have to use this analogy too? And you're like, okay, like he knows yeah. it's dumb. You know, I don't know, but it, yeah. it was fine. It was just hard to watch. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you go back and watch early seasons or you watch 20 episodes of, of, you know, these middle seasons, there's gonna be a lot of moments like that, but there's also going to be, yeah. they're, they're trying really hard. <laughs> Same as Dawson's like they're trying to make the dialogue entertaining and i appreciate that it's not um a home run every time or you know like mm-hmm. every second like gilmore girls <laughs> um always <laughs> yeah, come back to that just because they're trying so hard and succeeding so much of the time it's it's incredible but mm-hmm. um anyway so 
so spike there's a couple things i wanted to ask you about with related to your summary there um one this is very confusing in the episode but i think it's not every girl in the world because the numbers would just um it'd be hard to imagine a future where that makes much sense and and like that'd be too much power it's every potential Mm -hmm. person oh everyone that had the potential to be this because they were like rounding up people throughout the season everybody that's with them turns into a slayer because they were all potentials oh okay okay that was confusing because then they're like showing like flashes around the world and yeah. people were like, oh, I'm a slayer now. And I was like, so every single female is a slayer? Like, yeah. it seems crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. and maybe maybe there were other episodes where they talked about the the numbers. This is like when we watched X-Men. I was kind of, I had yeah. to do some research into like how many mutants, uh, what percentage of the population mutants make up. And it was mm-hmm. like a fraction of 1%. I'm going to say it's probably <laughs> the same for slayers, but it's... Okay still significant like going from one slayer to going front to you know thousands or hundreds of thousands or whatever it is in a mm-hmm. you know um seven billion population world uh, yeah <laughs> so so yeah that succeeds the other question i had was was spike the champion i mean th- is that what was supposed to happen yeah i so it seemed like Buffy should have kept it in my mind, but I guess he had to because whoever's wearing that's going to die. But I didn't know if that was made clear in a different episode because um, it didn't seem like he was supposed to have the necklace, but then it worked. So, right. Exactly. He was like, this isn't doing anything. Oh, it's tangling. Oh, now yeah. it's like, yeah, turning into a nuclear. I guess it just basically just turns into like pure sun. That's how it kills all the vampires. Mm-hmm. Pretty convenient. Like, yep. That they were just normal <laughs> vampires that could just be killed by sun if they go outside. So, um, yep. Uh, but that's the original, you know, villain of the whole show. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Or the mm-hmm. main, the primary. It's in the title. Um, other question is Buffy has to give up her powers for this spell to work, right? I think she becomes. Oh, normal. I. Um. Did she ever? Because uh, she kind of like falls to the ground. Well, she gets stabbed. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but, but then she maybe comes not. back like nothing happened, and then she fights. So I don't think. And then she's yeah. jumping from rooftop to rooftop. So I feel like she's still a slayer. I I I remember when I first saw this, like it felt like a big deal because it really did seem like they were. There's uh, one thing I didn't mention in addition to like my. Um, newfound obsession with 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 the show. Once I just like uh was recording it and watching it as quickly as I could, um, I was mm-hmm. really involved um involved as a lurker on internet <laughs> message boards, reading fan theories, uh. reading speculation. So, television without pity was the big one, uh, which I mentioned last week <laughs> for for Dawson's mm-hmm. and. So there was just constant speculation about who would die in the finale. Would they kill off Buffy? And so I was like kind of primed when they stabbed her. It 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 yeah, definitely felt dead. like it had a different um physical impact on her than it mm-hmm. than it would have normally. So that was my understanding, but then of course yeah, they are able to bandage her up and she's she's fine. Um Not so. even bandage. I mean, she just bounces back up and she's like, "No, right. I'm not done fighting." And you're like, "Well, I thought you're pretty dead." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, that's that. I'm still not clear on then if she well, if she yeah. sacrificed any power to share the the Slayer power with everyone everyone mm-hmm. else. Um, but mm-hmm. let's talk. Let's talk about the death. So Spike sacrifices himself. I thought that was a pretty profound moment. Did you? Yeah, it made me like Spike. Um, although I don't really like him overall, but you know that's yeah. fine. But although I'm not a really big fan of Angel either, so didn't really. Yeah, we don't much. have to pick. Yeah, fair. Okay. Um, so he died. Um, Xander's girlfriend. My favorite Anya? character. <laughs> yeah. Anya is or Xander? Yeah. Oh. Anya by far. Well, Xander was at first, but then he gets annoying the longer the show goes yeah. on. And Anya is like just the female demon more interesting, more demonic version of him. Super sarcastic, super dark humor mm-hmm. the whole time. Um She's a vengeance demon, which means she punishes. This is another like subversive aspect of the show. Um, she, women that are wronged in a romantic relationship, she comes up with creative ways to punish, uh, or like she That's enacts right. wishes for the females that have been um, wronged by by men. So, like, turns them into a frog, or you know, tortures <laughs> them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Funny or painful um, wishes that <laughs> that that um, romantic partners that have been mistreated want to carry out on their on their former loves. So, yeah, I always yeah, not that always enjoyed her character. Main... Yeah, I like her a lot too. Um, I kind of forgot that she was a vengeance demon. Yeah, but there's not many people in the main cast that die. I was surprised by, but. Yeah, it was more, her, more and deaths. that happened in like a split second. It was, it was mm-hmm. Spike, and that's why I thought, kind of thought, yeah, Buffy was was gonna die, but, um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I still thought, aside from how like quickly they move on from her her, her death, I thought the emotional mm-hmm. impact was was pretty was pretty strong. Um, mm-hmm. just the way everything played out at, at the end. Um, and then why don't you describe? Actually, I can just play the final scene of the oh, yeah. of the episode. Looks like the Hellmouth is officially closed for business. There's another one in Cleveland. <laughs> Not to spoil the moment, we saved the world. We changed the world. I can feel them, Buffy. All over. Slayers are awakening everywhere. We'll have to find them. We will. Yes, because the mall was actually in Sunnydale, so there's no hope of going there tomorrow. We destroyed them all. <laughs> I fought on the wrong side. All those shops gone. The Gap, Starbucks, Toys R Us. <laughs> Who will remember all those landmarks unless we tell the world of them? We have a lot of work ahead of us. Can I push him in? You've got my vote. I just want to sleep, yo. So like. Okay. Faith's lingo is so ridiculous. Her accent, yeah, or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Literally. I don't know where she's supposed to be from. Is she like East Coast or something? Philly. I don't uh, yeah. know. <laughs> it's just like wild to me. But yeah, still like, her, so, still like her. To set the scene, there they're like standing on the edge of the uh, Sunnydale limits. With uh, you know, they've taken a school bus out of town. The Sunnydale sign has been the last thing to fall into the fall into the pit and um they're just like having their classic ba- witty banner in the in the face 
of a near apocalypse. But Buffy is just like staring down, kind of like taking it all in, looking at the ground. Um, I, I kept waiting for her to like say something profound, but actually it was more profound. I think that they profound just found like, not. Yeah. Yeah. Just let her like um, linger on it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 Compared to Dawson's, I mean, that's just one other series <laughs> finale. Uh, but we watched them back to back and they came out back to back. So this is how you do it. Um, yeah, this is much better than Dawson's. Finale. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, there's so much they're trying to do. That's why Angel has to have that, you know, five minute scene. They're trying mm-hmm. to give everybody a satisfying payoff um, or, you know, conclusion to go out on a moment in the episode that's that's just for them but uh, so yeah i think they balanced all that really well yeah me too i mean it ended and i was like oh like i i guess i obviously like, with shows like this and they go like seven seasons you always kind of want them to end around like three or four because it kind of just drops off a little bit yeah. but then it picked back up and then it ended so it wasn't complete complete loss the last couple of seasons which is good Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's like after I did this most recent rewatch, I would have been, it was so perfect to end uh, uh, with season five. So Mm -hmm. that whole arc is building up to the big showdown with, with glory and the way that that plays out the final episode of the season. um, When they do the previously on for the the season Mm -hmm. five, they show split second glimpses of the entire show. So it's like they the whole oh, show awesome. flashes before your eyes on the previously on and mm-hmm. Buffy dies and mm-hmm. it's like the most and you hear her monologue over like her body on the ground. Spike is grieving like that was literally meant to be the finale of the, the show. So they were like killing her off and oh. then they. <laughs> yeah resurrect her on a new network like it was it was all very meta hmm. commentary even in the, mm-hmm. the the actual content of the show but the only reason so i still think it probably should have ended there but yeah we wouldn't have gotten once more with feeling <laughs> the musical episode <laughs> in season six and there were plenty more good moments um to be had these last two seasons so i guess i don't know ultimately i'm torn but season five is the the peak of the the series for me or yeah the plateau okay so um anything anything else before we um... i just love this show so much that's it (laughs) yeah well (laughs) it's just so uh, good and it's so creative and just and the, I mean, we talked about like the different like um, effects and stuff, but even like the, when you go back and watch it, even the computer generated effects don't like bother me. I was like, at the time, I was like, these are so cool. Um, and even turning, like, I know you talked about like how expensive things are, but turning like a vampire to, to dust, like one vampire costs $5,000. Oh, it was like, wow. an expensive show. Yeah. So um, just well, something were, to think about. It's just interesting. Were you young enough, or I mean, <laughs> young enough, too young to, appreciate like consciously any of like Buffy being a powerful female role model or just seeing women kicking ass in a TV show does any did any of that resonate I think so because I didn't I don't know if I saw a show like that until then so 
for me, I was like, oh, this is cool. Cause I think at that time I was like getting into sports and whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm powerful as well. So I think that was really cool. Yeah. Cause I know that, is it Joss Sweden? Is that how you yep. say his name? Um, I know that I was reading some trivia and he said that he wanted to make like the blonde female character that's usually like the first one to die, like the one to live and, you know, beat everyone, which I thought was yeah. a really good take. And I definitely, and I definitely recognized being like, oh, it's a powerful female. Like she's like handling the show and she's witty and she's like cool. And she's also a cheerleader and like, right. She can have it all, you know, which is pretty, yeah. which was a good message for kids, for girls growing up. Yeah. And we have to give our usual disclaimer because it's also 2023 in the midst of 2003 <laughs> that um, there's been a lot of unfortunate uh, information that's come out about Josh Whedon's um, treatment of the female mm-hmm. characters on the set of the show, bullying, um, having inappropriate relationships. A lot of them oh, have spoken when when um, Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia, was pregnant. He was he was, you know, calling her, you know, like calling her. Um, inappropriate names and and oh, and shit. just like being, and then yeah, like almost almost everyone that was in the cast has come out and said that he was not pleasant to work with. It's mm-hmm. just the ultimate irony, and I think I mean the legacy of the show hopefully isn't like um, doesn't have to be tarnished because I know it's so important to the people that were in it as well. Um, mm-hmm. But his legacy is is very complicated as a person who like got all this credit for subverting those tropes and creating a narrative based around strong females. But also like if you do watch uh, with that lens and you listen to the dialogue, there's plenty of moments where people are just like weirdly sexualized or I mean, it's a mm-hmm. high school show. Mm-hmm. So that happens. Um, yeah. But there is awkward dynamics at play in the show for sure even though the overarching message is clearly you know to empower these characters empowerment Mm -hmm. yeah so um so yeah i did not know that yeah he's he's basically out of work i mean he went from this to directing the first uh, couple avengers movies to now he um, can't get a job because of like how serious the the allegations are and and i don't even think it's really like nothing's really in dispute at this point it's more just like mm-hmm. <laughs> is he even because of his all the allegations revolve just around his treatment of people on set he can't even really do his job it's not like a legal issue of whether he deserves <laughs> another chance he's just bad yeah unfortunately it sounds wow. like he's just really bad at being um a, a director you know? <laughs> so. That sucks. Dang. Okay. But yeah. um the show, like I'm I'm happy to hear that, yeah, that that message even at a young age, whether you like knew at the time it was it uh, probably had mm-hmm. that effect on a lot of people. So that's that's really cool to hear. Yeah, and Sarah Michelle Geller was saying that she during that time was not like going she was like pretty under the radar. She was like, I wouldn't go out and like drink or smoke or anything, so I'd want to be like, a good role model for kids. And I was like, oh, she's the wow. best. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's introduce our sponsor this week because we have to do a quick round of Rank the Blank. And I'm super excited about this one. <laughs> Hello, my baby. My daddy, I'm just staring at the idiot box. Your love life is in a rut. 
Yeah, sitting there on your nice sofa. Look at me, hell, I know all too well I'm wanted by every last. Trust me when I say it's a pain in the ass for the WB. Just watch us and see we're better than any date. From now on Wednesdays, we'll all be great. Yeah. I mean, January 95. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the official launch of the WB network. Um, and then, yeah, two years later, they would they would have Buffy. Um, so wow. I've got a list here where you don't have to go through every show. Um, I mean, I might have missed a couple, but basically between 1997 and 2006, there was a slew of teen dramas teen and like young adult dramas or whatever's past high school um you know college age young professional age dramas as well like um charmed and felicity and 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 stuff those were dealing with a little bit of an older um, age group supernatural later so mm-hmm. for me uh, i'm gonna do a quick top three um okay. before and then well let's see if i can even do that <laughs> buffy for <laughs> sure um dawson's for sure oh gosh no buffy for sure gilmore girls for <laughs> sure and then the number three is where it gets really tricky between it's probably going to be dawson's but one tree hill just because of the mm. like it revolving around basketball and and like the brothers and and Chad Michael Murray versus um whoever played Nathan like One Tree Hill was right up there in terms of just kind of like exactly what I want out of a teen drama <laughs> um even Smallville which was like a huge um uh, was like the peak ratings wise of of the WB um, I mm-hmm. was super into that. So there was that like there was just a window where I was obsessed with all of these shows, Everwood. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with the the classics, I guess. Um Buffy Buffy Gilmore Girls and Dawson's is my top three, and then I'll try to rank those. But um what about you? Oh, Any man. of these other ones? Charmed? So obviously Buffy. I watched Popular a lot. I really like that show. Yeah, probably that's Pope Ryan Murphy's Cause yeah, it was like dark and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like it was, a, it was, it tackled a lot of like crazy, like high school issues, kind of yep. the pre euphoria uh, <laughs> show. Totally. Really. Yeah. Um, so I really liked popular. I watched charmed a little bit, but I couldn't really get into it. I, a lot of these shows I did not watch. Um, okay. my like best friend growing up was really into Smallville. So mm. I watched a little bit of that, but other than that and Gilmore girls, I watched some of, I think, my probably my top three would probably be Buffy, Popular, and Gilmore Girls. If I had to pick three, okay. Dawson's so, Creek, I didn't watch at all. So <laughs> yeah, so Buffy for sure for you. Um, yeah, that's the number one. I'm glad you mentioned one. Popular. I think there were only two seasons, so mm-hmm. and I've rewatched it. It's and it was really like hard to find for a while. Um, I like wanted to rewatch it because I had the same memories as you, but it was it was tough to track down. So. I still kind of want to do like a a fresh rewatch of that, uh, but uh, because like Nip Tuck and other Ryan Murphy yeah. shows, I was obsessed with, but this one was yep. <laughs> that, but set in <laughs> high school. So, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> give you that. Um, let's see. So yeah, I guess we're. I, I 
going back and rewatching Buffy, Gilmore Girls is going to be my number one just because I yeah. I always watch it over like I always rewatch it every every three or four years. It holds up brilliantly every time. <laughs> but there might be some like moments and peak um, uh, nostalgia and emotional um, experiences that Buffy uh, exceeds Gilmore Girls for sure. Um, yeah. Um, Joyce dying, um, Buffy <laughs> dying, dying. Um, <laughs> lots of uh, Tara dying. No. Um, mm-hmm. Just like there are some uh, like and, and just kind of my obsession with with Buffy that got me into TV like Buffy's probably more. I don't know if important is the right word, but formative um, mm-hmm. to my TV, my love of TV, whereas Gilmore Girls is just my favorite. I mean, honestly, it might be my favorite TV show, period. Um, wow. Okay. So, uh, and then Dawson's is like, it's a mixed bag. I could easily be talked into something else over Dawson's, <laughs> probably. Um, Felicity. Did you ever watch Felicity? I never got into it. No, that wasn't that wasn't a big one for me. Um, Roswell, I came to later, and it's it's really good, but. I would say the ones that I have like real emotional attachments to are the ones we talked about plus Everwood. Mm-hmm. Everwood, I have What's Everwood? Really I don't even know if that so, is. This doctor moves his ta- his his uh, him and his son to a small town in Colorado, I think. Um okay. Ephraim and that's is where he meets um this cute girl played by like Amy something in in Chris Pratt's debut role. Oh really? He's like her uh-huh. her brother. Um who I think is like the popular bully kid if I remember correctly. I can't remember. You you know the the love interest too cuz she's gone on to be in a bunch of stuff, but um I have, Emily I've from, Van Camp, Amy yeah. Abbott. Yeah. Oh, Amy is her actual character name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I feel like Ephraim hasn't really gone many places, but in Treat Williams, who plays his dad, he's in a bunch of movies and stuff. He's. Oh yeah. Yeah. So interesting. It's a good, okay. like, wholesome. Yeah, I watched it. It's pretty wholesome by the standards of of some of this other stuff. Just kind of like a family. It def- definitely has your typical small town drama, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like Seventh Heaven, which I don't know that's why what I, I don't just have on say. this list. Yeah, it's, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, I watch that show a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, I have... WB. Yeah, it didn't show up in my research, even though I saw it on like a an ad I was watching. So I'm not sure why it didn't show up, and uh, maybe I just maybe I just skipped over it. Yeah, but... that's a that would be my one. That'd probably be my top three if that was on. Okay. Here. Okay. Well. Um... I guess we're we're basically in agreement. Um, well, I'm gonna Buffy. Buffy and Gilmore Girls clear clear top two, and then you know some important shows to me <laughs> coming in <laughs> coming in in the next rung down from there. But uh, I, I'm really glad we got to kind of like pay homage to um, the mm-hmm. period in TV. You know, not exactly what most people would call the golden age of TV, but for me personally, <laughs> this was my like peak obsession with with uh, TV. It formed, I think, my informed my future tastes, and now TV's mm-hmm. 
become just like a continuous like narrative like you would see in a movie um different than buffy because even though we were talking about an overarching plot line it's one thing to do that over 20 episodes versus like eight episodes um where it's just kind of like stranger things just picks up where the last episode leaves off um it's just one story so anyway um that was super fun um any other like Anything else you want to talk about the 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 reviews for the show trivia that we didn't get to any any of that? Um. Well, I just wanted to. Well, the reviews are really high. I mean, I think just because it's just so different at the time. I mean, if you look at that list, there's a lot of like overlapping types of shows. Um, people loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I thought was really cool because it's so different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll just say that they really like they really enjoyed it. But I also wanted to mention that I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso. Have you, do you watched the show at all? I watched the first season, but then I stopped. So Giles is like one of the main characters. Giles. So Anthony Giles, sorry. <laughs> Anthony Head, Anthony Heard, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He's like the evil, this the owner of like the evil soccer team. Does he in come Ted in Lasso. in like season two or something? You he's actually in the first season, he's like Rebecca's ex husband. Uh I'm I'm sure I noticed it when I was watching, but I, yeah, now it's been a couple of years. I was like, oh, that's because I haven't seen him in so long, but I yeah. thought that was interesting. He's really good at it. I mean, everyone's really good until that. So, but um, anyway, that was pretty much it. I really like the show Buffy still. I'd like to, I think I'm going to start rewatching it. I read, started rewatching it during COVID and that's mm-hmm. why my dog's name is Willow. So uh, couldn't really name it Buffy. It seemed kind of weird. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> uh, Willow's a, Willow's a better name for a dog. So. Yeah, great choice. Anyway. Um, why don't we pick our favorite character? Um, I already said mine, Anya. Anya's your favorite. Um, yeah. I think mine is Giles. Actually, why? Um, I just think he's really he throughout the whole series is just like trying to bring people together and trying to help and like save yeah. the world from impending doom. So he's pretty. Uh, he's just a good staple character, and I don't remember ever being like annoyed by him. I know at times like Xander was really annoying and Willow was annoying and yep. you know other characters I was like kind of dropped off but he never did and he didn't ever change to where I was like oh I don't like him anymore so I mean he's, he's probably one favorite. of the most experienced classically trained actors on the show so he, <laughs> yeah. he also he was like... the one that was cast first by huh. the way interesting so, um yeah. so he's definitely kind of like a studying a studying force mm-hmm. um also it's pretty obvious that um, Buffy's father figure is absent or her actual yeah. biological dad isn't part of the show. So she's raised by a single mom, but also very much raised by, by, by Giles. <laughs> and uh, as the show goes on, that kind of like family dynamic mm-hmm. and him getting more ingrained into her life, like, um, well, and then tragically when her mom dies, um, yeah, you know, everyone just like helps support her as best they can after that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's a really um, emotionally like uh, deep character. I feel like so good choice. Unlike Anya, who like <laughs> doesn't yeah. get human emotions and just um, yeah, perfect it's... perfect choice for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, oh, um, new release or old news? Okay. Um, are we doing it for the whole season or the whole like all seven seasons we did for Dawson's, right? Not just the finale. Yeah, let's do that. 
Okay. Uh, um, new release, hands down. Easiest decision okay. I've made for this show so far. What about you? Yes. Yeah. There's no reason to watch. Even if you've seen the whole show plenty of times and you want to rewatch mm-hmm. the finale, that'll, I think you'll be happy. But anywhere you jump in, um, it's still, it still holds up enough. Like there's going to be, uh, you could probably find an episode, some episodes that are just full of duds. And I, mm-hmm. I will say one thing that's challenging about this show is introducing it to someone who's never seen it 20 years later. Um, I haven't really done yeah. this. Um, <laughs> I watched the finale with, with Jamie and she's equally um, as obsessed oh. as, as we are. So that was really cool. Perfect. Um, we were both pretty emotional watching it. <laughs> um, but I don't know who I've done it with, but over the, over the years here and there, I've like shown somebody one episode and it's just mm. like it, all Not the clumpy things and like the cheesy things or the, the, the effects that, y- you know, you need a little goodwill going into the show or else mm-hmm. <laughs> it can seem um, uh, not like uh, up to today's standards at times. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my only caveat. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So new release across the board. How early aughts on a scale of zero to 103 is Buffy. Yeah, we gave I mean, Dawson's Creek a hundred out of hundred and three. I mean, is there anything holding this back from a perfect score, or I mean, or not? I mean, did we give that one too high of a score? I know. I was like, maybe that's too high. No, I don't know. I mean, it feels very two thousands, and just the style. Obviously, the effects, the cast, like that's probably like Sam Michelle Gellar's like one of her breakout roles, right? So yeah. Um. Man, I mean, it is our last episode. <laughs> Two thousand three. Perfect score. So <laughs> might as well. Um, might as well do it. Okay, I mean, yeah. It's sure. yeah. It's our favorite. You know, close to best TV show of all time. So I think, even though that's not what the, even though that's not the, the bearing for the score. Yeah, <laughs> usually. But I think right, because yeah, okay. let's do it. Okay, 103. All right, so perfect score for Buffy the Empire Slayer. Great. So each week when we watch a movie or a TV show finale, um, we take something from that show and make it our own and sell it in our gift shop. Um, We have some random stuff in here right now. I mean, not super random, but we have a Talkboy knife with a blood button, a new release bath token, a candle that stays lit for (laughs) each one of us, Um, a shoosh, which is from Holes, and <laughs> Dawson's good old mood necklace. When you cry on it, it changes colors or something like that. So what do we want from Buffy? Crosses, hmm. there's garlic, <laughs> there's steaks, there's you know. Should uh, we give him a should be a dinner? A steak and a steak and garlic dinner. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> um, we haven't done any like meals. <laughs> yeah, saying. garlic steak box meal box. Yeah, like a bloody steak. Um, oh yeah, rare. Mm-hmm. Has to be rare. Extra rare. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a meal delivery service for okay. a Buffy themed meal delivery service, and you can drink red wine with it. Perfect. Wow. Yeah, this sounds great. Actually, sounds yeah, like a Buffy in a, yeah. Buffy in a box. <laughs> yep, Buffy in a box. Perfect. 
Um, All right. So what is on the radar for next week? <laughs> we already talked about it, but if you want to show the trailer or something or preview it. No, yeah. We well, next one? week, we're just going to talk about, um, but it's going to be super exciting to so be there. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about the plan for new new release. Um, what do we want to mix up like the days that we record? Like, how are we going to, you know, we're going to have a new, slightly new format. Um, it's going to be different and like, uh, do we want to take turn? Do you, you know, you want to pick something one week? I pick something the next Ooh. week. So yeah, I like that. Uh, I like the taking turns. Yeah. Lots of options. If, um, you know, if either of us know anyone who's like super into a new TV show, like that would be the goal, like is like not to do it okay. as, as homework, but everyone's already watching TV every week. Something. So 1883. Oh God. Well, if, if that's your it's choice. So good. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah whatever uh, you haven't seen no. it have you you don't know no no I, I i i haven't seen it i don't know and that's exactly the point so i would <laughs> i'd be happy to um if to i have to watch it. idol then you can watch 1883 yeah <laughs> fair um we also have the launch tomorrow today actually i think of max which is just hbo max without the hbo but there's a new oh, okay. the animated mogwai show gremlins oh Secrets of the Mogwai. Oh, cute. Okay. So, or yeah. scary. Is it cute or scary? I don't know. <laughs> hopefully both. If you if you're gonna be happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully more scary, but we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, we can Sweet. we can dive into TV history or watch you know things that are coming out week to week. Um. So we'll talk more about that next week and make sure you follow along by searching new release on Spotify. <laughs> or Apple, or anywhere else you get podcasts. Ashley? That's a wrap on 2003. Woo! Oh, man. What a Yay. year. Wow. Weird. <laughs> oh, did I? I didn't. I forgot to get exit music, but we already have the perfect. At least you're recording. <laughs> we have the perfect one. Closing my eyes, oh, no. you chase my thoughts away. I think she's actually a good singer, but I hate this song and I hate her voice in it. So it's very emotional if you watch the montage. Super well. whining. Yeah. Went at the bronze. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow never shut down over all the things that happened there. Yeah. Everything and nothing seems